Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Here they go. So you, you're, you're leading. Yeah, I'm leading. This is uh, um, Rob's leading. I don't know where I'm hello, going. Hello, listeners. I uh, have come to um, Birmingham uh, from Manchester. Let's, you know, let's get it right, mate. You've come to Birmingham. I've come to Birmingham. You've come all the way to Birmingham for a run line. Come down to Birmingham <laughs> for a run down the canal line. Come, come here and offend the lights. I saw them with the headphones on. <laughs> I'm really pleased. Look, our first landmark is already here. I've come to Birmingham. I'm in Manchester for the weekend. Paul's in Birmingham for the weekend. And I love running here. And so we I came down to show you one of my favourite runs. That's great. And we like to offer a variety of locations for running commentary wherever it's, possible. It's not just London, is it, no. Paul? It's not just London. No. Look at, that, um, look at this lamp thing. I love it. You expect it's a giant to be next to that with a big bed, don't you? It's auspicious. It's a giant red angle poise lamp. And, Oops. Uh, yeah, I'm going to tell you a story about it later. Nice. So we're going to go Something out. Something to look forward to. A little teaser. Give me a little heads up. We're just going around the back of the mailbox, but um, we're going to drop down to the canal. Yeah. Go over it. Brilliant. Go out along it. Nice, and then run out and back. Yeah. It's a classic so out can, and backer. We can decide the distance. Yes. Based on when we turn back. Ooh. The great thing of that is... That's dangerous though, isn't it? It's only halfway. Yeah, because oh, you, really, you feel really good after about 40 minutes and think, yeah. let's just keep going. But that is and the magic of an out and back, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. You I go all the way out, you got to run back. The other good thing about an out and back is, yeah, you, one, you've really, you're really committed. Yeah. And two, you've got to... Uh, you do get to see... It's different when you're on the way back. Yeah. It's different. You know, because running backwards is... It's the new running forward. Yeah, well, I've got a post, post New York. Yeah, that's what I found out. Here's a canal. Look, this is very built up, isn't it? This area, it's lovely, actually. It's been redone beautifully. Yeah, it's one of those oft-touted facts, isn't it? More canals yeah. in Birmingham than in Venice. The implication is always that it's slightly nicer here than in Venice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All those, all those Venetians thinking we have to get to Birmingham. Yeah. 
Well, they wouldn't be able to, to recreate what we've already got. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it is gorgeous, and it's quite a crisp morning, isn't it? Yes. There's a bit of a frost. Yeah. Which makes it pleasant, doesn't it? I, I do like the. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. The frosting nature. No, it's a really nice. Uh, late November is perfect. The same as the other day. Yeah. Crispy, bright. Go left in some steps, though. Watch out. Okay, so we've. <laughs> Come out of the mailbox, you come across the basin. You can kind of go across Burby and hook into all the new stuff and the wrap and everything, but we're going to take the canal. We're not going to do that. Out of town towards the university, where I briefly went. That's yes, of course. Was coming, you were just to, just to reacquaint yourself, meet some old profs. Yeah, yeah. Remember the daring. But first of all, didn't you? I, I don't know whether to believe what I saw on the social networks. Did you or did you not receive some exciting? Oh yeah, I did. I did. Yes, I've been on the waiting list. Yeah, for the Shepherd's Hill allotment in Crouch End. Yeah, for three years. It's hallowed turf. Yeah, it's. I mean, the fact I've been on it for three years. It used to be run by the. I don't think you listen to this, so I will name him Mario. He, he ran it. He, he was absolute. He was an absolute tyrant. There's no getting around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was head of the committee. Then they've had a Zimbabwean-style putsch. Right. It's really is like a coup d'allotment. <laughs> and I find myself suddenly with an, with an allotment meeting someone on Sunday. Now, I don't know what the quality of the plot is going to be. Right. But I'm undoubtedly... the plot has thickened. I yes. Mean, this is exciting stuff. Uh, well, I know someone on the committee. Yeah. So I've got, you well, know... you're right. Certain bits of power there. Oh. I'm already deeply embroiled One in... One of the 1%. <laughs> <laughs> the allotment elite. Yeah, not everyone's got a lot. <laughs> yeah. you know, some people have, you know, some people have to live with the not very much. Man. Yes, but I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm actually, uh, I mean, my wife's quite excited and dismissive simultaneously for my attempts to toil the land, which haven't yet begun. Um, um, well, it's interesting because you've said before, you said, you know, you often sort of daydream about escape. You know, I'm going to become a so-and-so, you know, insert name of job here. And your bluff's been called. Well, yeah, is he going to have to... I'm going to have to do something. You're going to have to service this allotment. Yes, I am. But there is something really special about those North London and other cities. I bet there's of course, yeah, yeah. It, the only I would vouch the I think this is something special in most, if not all, allotments. The most special thing about this one is how blooming hard it is to get one. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. And they're on the. You know when we run down into Highgate Woods, yeah. and we run down initially into Queens Woods. Off the road there, you know, you would turn down, go down yeah, Little Ginnel. Like at the base of the, of the valley there. Yeah, that's where they are. Brilliant. So it's an absolutely gorgeous well, setting. It's good news for us, because I think ultimately, I just had a flash forward this morning on the train coming in and see flash forward of me and you, you know, hopefully a decade or two from now, no longer able to run, just with me kind of sitting in some kind of deck chair. Yes. You digging. Yeah, just digging, and, uh, digging for potatoes there, like a good one. Little running commentary, yeah, like a good one there. <laughs> or if we get a bit tired, about ten years, we can just hop off into my allotment and eat some fresh beets yeah. from the ground and make some beetroot smoothies. <laughs> Be great. <laughs> Let's do it. Fresh beets. Fresh, fresh beets. Yo, 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 yo. It's going to be great. Or a real pain. Yeah. Probably both. And then. In the end, can we use your allotment as our uh, double grave? Maybe, yeah. I, think, I see no point in that. We'll till, re-till you into the land from whence you came. Yeah. Great. From dust to dust. <laughs> 
So that's uh, yeah. I'm I'm excited about. That. I'll meet you on Sunday morning. Yeah. The allotment for the allotment handover. Yeah. The press will be there. There's a bit of media interest. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be pretty big. Yeah, a ribbon. The handing over of the the shed keys. I think there's a shed with it. What? Which is amazing, isn't it? Whoa. It is amazing. Yeah. Well, we're suddenly in a sun trap. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, it's gorgeous. I just remembered I did a... I was in Birmingham for gigs. Yeah. One incredibly beautiful weekend years ago. Yeah. And, uh, I think everyone... All the comics from all the clubs came together. It's like 11 comedians mooching them out in the middle of the day. That's so a gradually peeling off and going back into the darkness. You know, Josh Howie saying, you know, I know it's a lovely day, <laughs> but, I, but I am going to go to the cinema. Yes. <laughs> I, like, I love that phrase, all the comics from all the clubs. Yeah. What a powerful group that would be. It was very exciting. Yeah. There's a photo somewhere. Yeah. And it's like, you know, if it's a film, it'd be a black and white photo. And you'd look back and think, oh, yeah, only three of us survived. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to see the glory of the I think afternoon. I watched The Untouchables the other day. What are you prepared to do? Birmingham is actually one of the last cities for comics. There's a shed. Guaranteed. You think that's what your shed's going to be like? Sorry. That's That'll it. be great. Imagine yourself in that shed. Can't wait. I hope that your shed is not on the other side of a stretch of water. Nice. Birmingham I mean, is one of the last cities, yes. The last city is guaranteeing free cinema access for comics. Ah, you can yeah. still get to see a free movie. Yeah, they've blown that out in the... <laughs> Oh, it in used to, Manchester, used to exist in Manchester and comics massively abused the privilege. Yeah, yeah. Brief story, comics playing the comedy store were allowed free cinema at the local View Cinema. Yeah. Really nice. I used to see a film when I was up there most weekends yeah. playing the comedy store. Lovely. Yeah. Then comics started, comics who played the comedy store started going for free cinema on weekends where they weren't playing the comedy store. Ah. Then comics who don't play the comedy store started going along to watch it irregardless. Yeah. And then just comics with mates. And then before you know it, the we cinema. don't get to see free cinema. The cinema's shut down. The cinema went <laughs> yes. out of business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like the guy who lost the comics to the use of the uh, Virgin Lounge on the way to Hong Kong. The context of that is that the Virgin Lounge is like a very heaven. You can have and do whatever you like. It's amazing, yeah. So to get to the point where you're too drunk and behaving inappropriately in there, you've really got to go for it. <laughs> you've got to be kind of Keith mooning it up. Yes, yeah. But he did. Yeah. He's and then, talking of... Just too much for us, Manchester, isn't it? That's also where the comedian famously got a really nice plate of uh, delicious kind of king prawns and said, I'm not eating this, and just swept it off into the bin. That's denying everyone. There. In front of the owner, wasn't it? In front it? of the owner. In front of the owner who'd given us free meals, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, there, well. There goes the past tense. Look at this. Look where we are. Isn't it gorgeous? Absolute glory. Well, what yeah. I love about this stretch of uh, the, uh, the canal is... It's like this kind of play set. You've got us on the towpath. There goes another runner and a cyclist. The canal. And then, you know, university buildings over there. It's still university land. That's the rail. Right. And then on our right, you can hear it. The railway line. Nice. Yeah, really nice. It's like a kind of toy town. So you've got your gig in at the comedy store this weekend? Yes. Right. Although, it's nice to be here doing this. And uh, always lovely to be at the Manchester store. But... I'm not spending as much time in Manchester as I thought it was going to be because I was going to do this run today and then do the do park, a park run. run tomorrow. And right. Go to do some Manchester things tomorrow afternoon, but I'm going to 
it, I'm touring out of Manchester, basically. Right. Birmingham today, Cleethorpes on Sunday. Yes, you're doing a Sunday Cleethorpes gig. Because uh, we had a death in the family, so I'm going to go and see. I'm sorry to hear that. You mentioned that yesterday. Yes. Yeah, my, my, my grandma-in-law, Nana, which you yeah. to us, she was 99. So I think anyone who... You know, it doesn't matter who's going to think, well, that's pretty old. But she was really strong and fiery and sparky and smart till, yes. you know, I saw her at the weekend and she's, she was as on it as ever. So it's a, My goodness, that's it's shocking, isn't shock. it? Of course it's a huge shock. Incredible person, you know, she, well, just incredible when someone lives through all those things, you know, so she yes. was born in 1918. And she, when there was the um, anniversary of the end of... World War Two a couple of years ago. We went round with the kids and tried to pick her brains about it. While, you know, while she was still around to tell their stories. Yes, which yeah. is funny in itself because she kind of went, "Oh well, nothing." Bit of a kerfuffle. Lost the fuss. That's <laughs> <laughs> you dragged out the fact that she was working in a munitions factory on the coast, east coast of Scotland. World War Two. That's that generation, isn't it? Yeah. Amazing people, and also that the idea of. You know, a long life, and people say, oh, well, she's had a good innings. Yeah. It's still always utterly tragic. Yeah. Because it's the end of something so fantastic, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's awful. It doesn't yeah. matter how long you've lived. It's, yeah, that's right. You it's, know. It's, it's so strange that when someone goes, you know, it's just a, a huge tragedy every time. Yeah. All the times. It's the absurdity of it as well, isn't it? The, the no longer thereness of it. Yeah, that's right. You know. No, it's, it's hard to look straight at it, really. Yes, it is, yeah. It does make everything look like a bit of a waste of time. Or utterly meaningful. Yes. However you want to look at it. Maybe both at once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going through quite a long tunnel here, thank you. They uh, resurfaced this towpath. I remember running this in pouring rain. Yeah. And uh, the puddles were a nightmare, but they're not like that anymore. See, here's a train going past. There we go. Woohoo! Chuck, chuck. Very exciting. Train! Train is a train! Train! Choo-choo! Only because I watched this YouTube thing of Donald Trump. This great impression of Donald Trump when he saw a fire. Uh, yeah. I was going to say fire machine. What is it? A fire truck. Fire engine? Fire engine. Let's call it a fire engine. And he we said fire machine, but you took my yeah fire Native American. No, 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 no. no it, was a fi- it was a fire, fire engine. And I, normally, I'm not a big fan of satire as such. I find it a bit heavy-handed. But yeah. I really enjoyed this only because it was so silly. It was just the utter excitement with which Donald Trump dr- treated a fire engine. He's like fire engine, choo choo choo, ring the bell, ring the bell, fire engine. Yeah, he just totally went for it. <laughs> Did you kind of love him a bit at that moment? It was great. Yeah. No, I just thought it was hilarious. Yeah, good. I'm glad you thought it was hilarious, because I nearly chipped you up into the canal there. Did you notice? That's so picturesque. Get ahead of me. I want you in shot. This is like an advert for running in Birmingham. Look at that. Here he goes. Paul Tonkinson running forwards in this picture. Your form's so good that when I did that picture of you running backwards in the photo, you just look like you're running towards <laughs> My shuffle. Yes, okay, that's right. So you're going back on Saturday? I'm going back up to Manchester today. Yes. I'm going home for the day tomorrow. Right. And then I'm back up. So two more gigs in Manchester and a gig in Cleethorpes. So that you, you tra- you're obviously training it all, all over at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I think I get a lift to Cleethorpes. Right, yes. Yeah, you I do. I hope yeah. I get a lift back. Not that Cleethorpes is lovely, but you know. 
Yeah, that Cleethorpes gig's quite nice it on a Sunday. Nice, yeah. Cleethorpes is contiguous with Grimsby. What does that mean? It means they touch each other. Do they really? They flow one through the other. Like Bradford and Leeds. I love the word contiguous. It's a lovely word. You want it never again. So, have you done... This is quite... We, uh, we uh, ran earlier this week and, you know, dealt with some stuff. We're feeling a bit more, you know, philosophical now with saying goodbye to Nana coming to Birmingham. Um, your allotment, you know. Although I didn't realise there was so much intrigue involved with the allotment there. It's quite yeah, there's been a bit, a fair bit of, uh, a fair bit of waiting and intrigue behind the scenes. It does signify a kind of and Mario's just got a bit of a change of life. Not dead or no, 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 no. He hasn't been off. Yeah, yeah. He's just not. No, as far as I know, he's just no longer on the committee. Right. That's as far as I know. But he may still be involved with the committee. The committee seems to be quite a mysterious entity. <laughs> the allotment committee. Yeah. So we'll see about that one. I'll tell you what, I do have big running news. Yeah. Which I'm putting forward to you as an offer and an invitation, slight gauntlet, challenge, new adventure direction. Add some more words to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> utter pain. Suggestion. <laughs> yeah. Suggestion, Would hesitation. It is the Jurassic... Jurassic Coast. Jurassic Coast Ultra, May the 20th, May next the 20th. year. 48 miles, coastline, fair bit of uppy-downy. Jurassic Coast, that's the Isle of Herbeck, Dorset line of country. Yes. To be honest, you already know more about it than I do. (laughs) I've just, I've just like... My school journey was to Swanage. Was it? (laughs) Nice part of the world, actually. The funny thing is that it was called School Journey, which obviously seemed normal to me, because that's what we all called it, but... No one else's school trip was ever called yeah. school journey. <laughs> yeah. It's the school journey. Okay, so May the 20th, that's interesting. Because I was looking for something at the end of Endish of London where I'm going to be running it slowly. And looking at that as training for an ultra. Sort of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's sort the same of. day as uh, Hackney Half. Right. May the 20th. And I yeah. was just thinking, yeah, we should probably be ready for something around that time. Um, is there other options to do further, or is that it? That's, that's it. it, yeah. I mean, you were, it's 48 miles. I think so. it's a difficult one if you're doing someone's, if people are running 100 miles and you run 50. No. You're going to come in thinking, being disappointed with yourself for only running 50 miles. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's, it's a point to pointer. Yeah. Um, the story of, of, the, of me doing the races, I was doing a gig. A fundraiser yeah. at Westminster Synagogue last Tuesday. Oh, yeah, I was going to ask you about this. Go on. And it was a very rich Jewish congregation there. Yeah. Quite bizarre in a way that we were fundraising for them. But anyway, <laughs> I was, uh, by far the poorest people in the building were the comics. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, it was Josh Howe's uh, synagogue. Yeah. Favour, good Actually, fun. Josh is just going to go to the cinema. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cultural exchange, brilliant. Yeah. Chatting to Angie Barnes. Oh, yeah. Very funny woman. Yep. Her partner. He's a big runner. Yeah, he's running the ultra. Right. And he was looking for someone to do it with him. And it kind of fitted. It kind yeah. of felt natural. Because um, Kev, Kev Adam was saying, threw down the gauntlet himself. 
uh, race to the stones. Yes, I start racing. Is that 100 kilometres? Well, uh, I think it's 100 kilometres. Yeah, and you can do 50 or 100. Right. And it's, uh, I like the locales where it starts at Lucna. Right. I get off the bus and go and see my dad. And it follows the old the Ridgeway, which is, you know, right. it's ridiculously ancient road. Like, no, the race of sounds looks great, but that is, that's getting into June, isn't it? It's, it's July. It's mid-July. Right, yeah. I, d- I didn't want to. And it's a weekend and. I don't think we can do it. So I just didn't want to define my summer by it. That I'm not doing that, so this uh, Jurassic one sounds good. Well, listen, have a look at it. Are there dinosaurs there? Oh, there'll be dinosaurs throughout. Not a lot many people survive it. Right. Because there are dinosaurs on the course. Living biological yeah. It makes it even more gnarly than the average ultra. Yeah, yeah. Watch out for the odd Stegosaurus at miles 42. I can see myself in New York kind of <laughs> smiling and staying ahead of the little rough <laughs> early on. And then about 20 miles, just going to have to get it and just letting him eat me. We've got a moody T-Rex at mile 12. He's all right. Just don't look at him. <laughs> So we'll have a laugh. If you fancy hey, doing stay it. Stay still. Yeah. The vision is based on movement. I can't stay still. You're in 7.30 mile pace. Yeah. I mean, what worries me about it is the uppy downiness. Yeah. I um I did question it with Matthew. Because I said, Elevation. I said, so. said, does it have to be this elevatory? Yeah. And we looked at others, but it seems like... Just a decent bet, you know, just yeah. a bit of a laugh. May the 20th. I use that term laugh loosely. Yeah, yeah. 40, how far again? Oh, it's only 48 miles. Oh, okay, just the 48. Yeah, just the 48. No. So it's just less than... It's less than 50. Marathons. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be absurdly long. Yeah. That goes without saying. Yeah, yeah. And the idea, the plan for... Because I was going to have to practice this anyway. It was just lots of long, slow runs. I'm working on trying to eat a bit during the run. Yes, yeah. Um, you like that idea most of the time. I like you? that idea. I'm looking forward to that. I've, I've actually brought a little roast dinner. Oh, that would be great. That would be fun. So, um, so, it's just a little tickle there. What's your initial, what's your initial idea about that? What do you I'm reckon? Interested. Yeah. I've got to look at my diary. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> I got a holiday coming up around that time. Yes, yeah. not <laughs> yeah. long after that. Yes, which is good. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. Really earn that holiday. Yeah. Oh, at London. I mean, I'm absolutely committed. We're, good. To, We're both doing London. Yeah, but I'm gonna. But you might be a bit tired. That's yeah, the I'm thing. Yeah, I'm gonna train to run London as fast as I can. Yeah, so, so you're on a different story. Yeah, we're on a bit of a different tra- trajectory. But it still counts as what the hell's happening here? Just the wind. Sorry, but you see this bottle? Yeah. It's moving really fast. I thought that something was under the water nosing it. No. I'm just being paranoid. It's just the wind, isn't it? Yeah. It's a really committed ultra runner just practicing immersion techniques. Yeah, I'm probably a triathlete. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so you will be a bit tired post uh, post marathon. Yeah, as I will be, but I'll be tired in a kind of slower, yeah, runny well, type way. In terms of training for this, well, we'll have to investigate. I don't even know what the training is. I mean, how if you're running 48 miles, how far are you supposed to run before? I suppose. I think you're just getting used to between the two. You'd run 30 miles. Yeah, just getting used to running for long times on your f- running for a long way on your feet. I think yeah, just yeah. to just kind of long. Just for hours, I'll try and get a couple of like five-hour runs in before I do it. I like, but like, not that dissimilar to a marathon. That's no. how I'm going to take it anyway. No, we said before. I mean, we, we we find it, there's something. I want to. <laughs> I want a better word than romantic. You really should write that for Taurus. Yeah. But, um, it's, but the idea of just going out and just running all day. Yeah. 
there's a romance to that, isn't there? It's like the gum thing, you know? Yes. That's the great thing about the potential ultras. It's nothing to do with speed anymore. Yeah. Well, unless you're Sean Marston. He did so well recently, didn't he? I mean, there's a ludicrous to it, which I like. Yeah. There's an idea that whatever you want to get out of running, you're going to get out of it yeah. the longer you want to run, you know? Yeah. And I'm quite interested by the post, what Vassos defines for me as the post-ultra bubble. Yes. Well, yeah, I get it a bit after a decent marathon. Yeah. Just a kind of bubble of well-being when I think about it. Yeah, absolutely. But he seemed to indicate it was more intense after an ultra. Yeah, yeah, Obviously, yeah. we're just addicts after a fix, aren't we? That's right, absolutely. Yeah. I mean... I like the way, was it you said there's something about the preposterousness of it? That yeah, the ludicrous nature of it. <laughs> yeah. The fact that that attracts us. Yes. It's terrible. It's, it's ridiculous in itself. Yeah. I'm interested. Okay, cool. But, you know. Yeah, we'll see how we feel. Have a look. <laughs> Listeners, if you get in touch and say, well, if you're interested, here's the link. Yeah. Please note that that will make me not want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Early I, days. I don't offer that up as an excuse. It's just it's in my nature. This is where uh, you learn to be a doctor if you come to Birmingham University. It's the university station. Nice. It's, uh, I came up to university here in, I don't know, 92? Wow. Yeah. Left in 93. Early 93. Burnt like a flame. Yeah, it couldn't right. contain you. No, that's the right. vessel that was Birmingham you University. Keep, you can't keep that. You can't trap the wind. You can't. No, you can't. You can't bottle stardust. No, absolutely. Yeah. You're, you're just passing through, mate. Yeah. Plus, I can't be bothered writing all those essays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's my son's nineteenth today. Nineteenth birthday. Are you going to go up and stay with him for a month? money on his own. Oh, Georgie! Yeah. Happy birthday, Georgie! 19 today! Have you got off with anyone since you've been up here? What did you say? Is he 19 today? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. And I'm here. I'm here to be with you, Georgie. Going to cramp your style. <laughs> so he's having a laugh. He's, uh, one of his presents that he asked for was uh, another sort of inflatable kind of sofa bed in his room so he could make it more of a kind of party zone. <laughs> so that's good. I think, yeah, you're probably... That shows he's doing well. You want it to be slightly less of a party zone. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking that yeah. it must be hard to celebrate your birthday when you're already just doing exactly what yeah, you want. Yeah, just celebrating constantly. All day, every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the gap between his birthday and any other day is fairly marginal. Yeah, yeah. Although his mate's running a club night... One of our son's mates is up there. Yeah. He's running a club night. No, one of our mate's sons is up there. And uh, he runs a club night. So it's a nice little fortuitous event that will only propel them into extreme hedonism. Fortuitous. Lucky. Auspicious. Yeah. yeah. Serendipitous. Um, Synchronicitous. Harmonious. Whereas, you see, it's my birthday in less than two weeks. Yeah. And uh, I kind of texted a few people to see... What everyone fancy doing and what everyone's up to. Yeah. Uh, quite, I must say a few people, it's quite a lot of people, you know. Right. And three of them got back to me. Nice. They're all busy. That's a gang, isn't it? Yeah, a gang yeah, of three so who can't come, yeah. That's a little... Yeah. <laughs> the I people who... My birthday. <laughs> just, just literally just saying, who's about? And saying, yeah. we're meeting at this pub in Soho 15 years ago. And about 80 people came. Yeah. yeah the changing days. of the guard, isn't those it? Days. The people who cared enough 
contacted you to tell you that they couldn't come. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like, that's hey, look, this is that toy turn thing. We go, we're on an aqueduct here. Right. This is brilliant. I love this. Oh, all right. And there's a train on the other bridge. Look at that. This is very nice, that's isn't superb. it? So we're quite high above a road. Yeah. But we're next to a canal. Oh, look, and there's the university. Come back a minute. Look at that. It's gorgeous. It's the quintessential red brick university. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. I really did have an excellent time here. I just didn't want to stay. No, it's, it's, it's a lovely place to, I to go. Yeah, I, I really like the Brummies. I really like Yeah, it's a great scene. Yeah. It really is just such a great gig. How was the gig last night? Just really nice. Yeah, yeah. Did they have a... Was it the Comedy Council? Did they have new acts and stuff? Yeah, they had some new acts, but I didn't, I didn't hang around because I'm staying at relatives' house. So to try. I had a really nice gig on Tuesday in a local pub in Crouch End. Yeah, which one? Called Victoria Stakes. Oh, yeah, on the corner there. We run past it quite often. Yeah, we do. And it was, but it was one of those gigs where you get a few mates going. Yeah. And you're local to it, so people know you're local. Yeah. Which brings with it an added... Just a bit of added pressure. Right. But it's nice because it forces you to write loads of stuff about local. I was just writing loads of stuff about what it's like to live in Crouch End. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just really good fun. You could tell them really just loving it. That, yeah. That you're doing that. But you end up putting way more work and stress on a gig. For which, let's face it, you got like 100 quid on a Tuesday. Yeah. So what you do for like massive corporate, you just but put more on it, you know. Yeah, but anything that makes you do that, you know, that kind of little jump of having to think about it and write. Oops. Sorry. Here we go. Poss- possible hazard. Sorry. It's all happy. It's all isn't it? Yeah, it's good, isn't it? It's, uh, it's really good. It's always valuable, you know what I mean? Just yeah. because you might, you know, that gig could have got cancelled. Still sitting back and thinking about that stuff is just gets your, process. gets your brain going. But conversely, it's, it's great when, if you show just a bit of local knowledge to an audience. They love it. They love it. Because it Absolutely just shows them, 
You're all in that moment together. Yeah, I mean, so, some friends came, one of whose daughters used to be best mates with my daughter. Yeah. So I've known her since I was six. Right. It was her 18th birthday. She came to see, see me do comedy. In all seriousness, you have to start again here. Your friend was friends with her daughter. Yeah. Your daughter. You don't know since she was sick. No, go again. My friends have a daughter. Right. Who was really good mates with my daughter. Yes. Bonnie. Right. And they've known each other since they were six. So I've known her since she was six. Okay. It's now her 18th birthday. Yeah, that's... So they're coming to see us. That's blooming generational, isn't it? But it's also pressure, because... So the last thing you need is, like, you know that bloke you thought was really funny when you were six? And, yeah. you know, he was just, like, a really funny... You know, father of your mate. And the ultimate, out, the ultimate gear change from dad comedy to comedy comedy. Yeah, yeah. It turns out it's really unfunny. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. just like you really don't want to disavow them of the notion that you're a funny person. No, you know? that's right. That <laughs> when your kids start coming to see you, you'll notice in a few years. You remember I was saying that, kid, pressure. that, that gig last weekend in Oxford, there wasn't much cop. Yeah. Um, yeah, some friends wanted to come to that. I think they're 16 now. Right. I remember them being little twins. Yes. I remember them as tiny little scraps in, yeah. the, in the palm of your hand. And they want to come so, to the gig. Suddenly they're a bit kind of having a look. So is he funny? Do you think you could get a picture of this view here? Let me get a picture of you, mate. Cause let me get a picture of you. I've got a wee. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, okay. You don't want, you don't want a picture don't of me? Don't take a picture. No. Don't do oh, it. that's gorgeous. Oh, God. That is beautiful with the sound of the waterfall in the distance. I was beautiful. trying to keep it a secret. Oh, we're having a gorgeous run today. Get in touch if, if you've got any tips about ultras. Tell me what I should do. Should I be wearing those weird rucksacks when I'm running? I kind of want to avoid it. I'm just putting out a shout for what gear I should wear when I'm running an ultra. I'd quite like to avoid wearing those rucksacks that everyone wears, but yeah, I don't know yeah. whether you have to wear them. Yeah, I hate running with the rucksack. Yeah. I have to... The um, It's interesting, though. Maybe it's to do with the quality of the rucksack. I'm sure it is, yeah. I did find that, you know, when we went to the Lake District the other week? Yeah. Um, so, so, so I'm only running like this because there's a cyclist coming. Yeah, good. There she goes. Um, Sorry, mate. Yeah, so... Um, when we went up over the mountains from uh, Langdon to Borrowdale, yeah. I took everything for a holiday. With, oh, someone's lost their gloves. Oh, that's a tra- There's always something sort that's of beautiful, well. bittersweet, tragic. Yeah. And that's two gloves together, isn't it? What are we going to do with that? What should we do? Possibly ladies' gloves. Yeah, ladies could be kids. right there because the cyclist will come back. Oh, but look, look. look. Yeah. Did, we see, did we see the little feet? <laughs> Now I'm tempted to see... Don't wave them around. Am I tempted to see... Am I allowed to do that, see what the gloves are actually like? You can get them out if you want. <laughs> I don't think they'll fit you, and I don't think you keep them. Oh, no, they're, they're fine. They're just little gloves. They're, they're functional little baby gloves. gloves. Lovely gloves. Well, we'll leave them here. We'll leave, should we leave them, them slightly the to edge, the side? Like, towards the, so that they don't miss them. Okay. And then hopefully we'll find them on the way back. You well, never then, know. Yeah, we'll find them on the way back. That's we'll find, a li- that's find them on the way back. <laughs> that's another little mystery, along with your story about the... Giant bedside lamp. Yeah, so um, a few little teases have been going on so far. I've just been really thinking about. Um, <laughs> this is so much less interesting than that stuff. But I'm really thinking about um, being upright. You know, okay. posture. What when you're running or just generally? Well, both. Really. Right. I think after when I did this um, morning, when I did this um, 
uh, yeah, walk over the mountains. Yeah. I had all of that stuff in a big rucksack. Right. And I started off up this mountain. I thought, God, this is going to be tough. It's really hurting my shoulder. Yeah. And I'd, I'd promised myself I wouldn't just do it. I'd do it without moaning about it, you know. Anyway, I kind of chested it up. Right. I just put my shoulders back, put my head up, and pushed my chest forward. I'm very chesty. Right. And uh, it worked. It didn't hurt. Interesting. And if it hurt again, I just had to do that. And then a couple of weeks after that, I did New York. And uh, I think for about a week after New York, people were kind of going, oh, have you? They basically were acting like I was sticking my chest out, which I don't think I was. Okay. And I think that basically I need to do this, I need to get my posture right, like I am now. See? Yeah, you notice that when you, when you, you see the older Kenyans, the guys are great running form. Yeah. They've got their chest out. Yeah, yeah. Just when now, I fast, I, mean, I can always tell. I set off a bit nippy the other day. Yeah. Like I would at the beginning of a marathon. But just off for a run. And I can just tell my head's up. I'm looking a long way over Into there. the distance, yes. My hands come right up to kind of the, one of my, the kind of level of my, counter my yeah. shoulders. Your legs. And I've, I've also started trying. And I just want to slow down. That all closes in and down. I started trying to... Uh, Still run in the upright, run correctly. Forward, like, even when I'm going yes. slow. And uh, and actually, what I'm trying to get at is the rucksack kind of help with that. Instead so of the right rucksack, is a good could one. help. Yes. But you've got great form anyway. So. Well, I won't say I've got great. I feel a bit. I think you have. I'm a bit lumbery. My you feet go in. Kenyan runners look like you. I mean, you've got that. You've got the looseness. You know, loosey goosey. Yeah, yeah. I think that. But I think that's. I think that's the most important thing. Whatever your natural form is, is a looseness to it, isn't it? Yeah, that's for, for me. But that's obviously not a bio, biomechanical definition of anything. Just you just want to feel loose. Do you like this run? It's nice, isn't it? It's nice. Oh, it's a lovely run. It's yeah. good, man. Absolutely lovely. Going under a big railway bridge here is quite exciting, but there's a beautiful one up ahead. The autumn colours are still great. Really loving the Sometimes autumn colours. The, the weather's been that, you know, the weather's blasted in and knocked all the leaves off the trees by now. Not in this case. We haven't really had too many, too much of a cold snap. I reckon it might be a cold, um, um, we might get some snow in real cold weather this winter, though. Because, one, El Nino yeah. has, uh, is swelling up in the Pacific. Really? Or maybe the Atlantic, I don't know. Someone should have a word with him. Is he okay? No, it's not Mario. Or has uh, <laughs> he teamed up with Mario? El Nino and Mario. <laughs> the no, dream team. Anyway. So, tell, tell me what El Nino is the, oh, it's it's a, the, the wither. It's like a doldrum. It's like a big lift of still water and air and it blows and turns into storms around the world. It's right. Like low pressure, high pressure. It's We're beyond a, my meteorological knowledge. But it's a major play on the world weather front, Yeah, isn't last it? time there was a big yeah. old Nino was 2010 when we had a snowy Christmas. And right. And, uh, Here we go. It's moving through. <laughs> See, All right, mate. Now the pressure's on him to go really fast. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, of course, you remember the red clouds the other week? Yes. That, um, Hushed Russian nuclear accident. Yeah. I think it's going to give us a nice cold winter. That's the snow. That was massively radioactive. That was an amazing day. That wasn't it. Yeah, it was. That was beautiful. See, he he hasn't. He's got quite decent form. This yeah, bike because right. he, he's, he's got the mid. He's got the sort of four foot strike, hasn't he? He's not landing on his heels. He's got quite. But he's, he's not particularly loose. Though. No, but he's, he's not got that loosey. Good. How far do you think we've gone so far? Uh. 
maybe 2.8. Oh, we've gone much further. Have we? Yeah. How long have we gone? We've gone nearly four miles. Well, I think we should turn back about four. Okay. Yeah, I think. Sorry, well, I didn't realise. We should turn back earlier than that. Yeah. <laughs> Just run all day. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's a day be the day. It's so gorgeous that we need to look at where we're going and find something to kind of get to. Right. We are quite near the big Bourneville factory here. But I don't know if we're point two of a mile away from it. I, really, I tell you, it's a sign of a good day and a good run when you think you've done two point eight, but you've done nearly four. Yeah, and I think also that we're um, we're going quite fast for us doing this. Yeah, because we normally we're not going fast for running, but we're going fast for chatting. Running. Yes, yeah. And I think it's partly because we're in the mood and it's a nice day and it's cold, but also it's just running on the flat, isn't it? Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah, I love the towpaths and the railways. So more sheds on my left. So no park run for you this week? No, no. Right. And I was planning on that after, you know, to kind of get this. Just for a bit of a laugh, yeah. You're still post-New York, though. You should be taking it really easily. Yeah. Are you doing stretching and stuff? No stretching. Yeah. But I'm back into my exercise as well. I'm I'm in a kind of crossfade. Okay. From uh, timing of New York's great because I've got kind of six to eight weeks to play with it. Yeah. But you know what the main thing I've been doing since New York is? Boozing. Yeah, drinking every day. Right. Every so what have you? What is what this is? Your your gins and your spirits and potions. And yeah, I've done a bit of beer as well. Serious vodka martinis. Yes. Right. Red wine. I'm in Texas winter. Of course. Yeah. And I know this guy who really seems to. He really sells the red wine. Yeah. Makes it sound great. <laughs> a lot of peer pressure from him. <laughs> yeah. What you want to do is don't run with him every week. <laughs> really harmful. <laughs> but yeah, and I do. I do. Slightly odd um, effect of the uh, fitness. Go on. Fitness and eating. Right, when you're eating carb loading or recovery eating. Yeah. It makes it possible to drink quite a lot. He can do, can't it? Yeah. He can handle it. Yeah. Which is dangerous in itself. I had four, four pints of lager last night. Now, you know, it's not, that's not loads, but it was like... Post-gig. I hadn't had anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that post-gig? Yeah. Hanging with the comics? Yeah, yeah. Bit of banter? Yeah, yeah. Dressing room bants? Like Wilmot. He, li- he likes a bit of sauce, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. He likes a bit of drink before he goes on. And during and after. Yeah. Well, that's uh, the brilliant act, though. Oh, yeah. Has to be said. I mean, perfectly. Perfect act. Yeah. He's sort of, there's something brilliantly old school about what he does, isn't Yeah, it? he's just... He's not old-fashioned. No, just he... Just kind of unreconstructed. He just perfectly just segues into... A brilliant set. Yeah. Irregardless of his state of consciousness before he gets on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he can be in any state of drunk disillusion or whatever. And then just like go him. on stage. Like and it's a game show host. It's a different reality. Today. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say he's a bit like the Ed, Ed Norton character in uh, Birdman. Who I really love. He's basically yes. a fantastic actor who knows that he is... He's just better at being an actor than he is at being a human. Yeah, I'm yes. not saying Mike is. I just saw no, but that he, film the other day, and I love that. No, concept. but he, he's got that. He's got. He's got. Like, at any moment, you might think I'm a real mess. The world. Yeah. But at any moment, I can do something fantastically well. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's great, isn't it? Here we go. Here we go. Let's. Oh, which way do we go? Right side, left side. Did you get your gloves? Did you, did you see that? That girl stood off to the right, sort of. Plucking flowers to herself by yes. the railway track. Yeah. It was quite worrying because it was a bit kind of a... It's a bit of feel, wasn't it? Slightly on... Slightly on my own by the railway tracks. 
So what have we reached for? What are we doing? Are we doing yeah, the turn yeah, back? I, I think that's the factory as well. Okay, have, we, have we reached it? Yeah, there's something. Oh, maybe it's all, there's, a, there's a Bourneville side on the grass. We need the evidence. Here we go, look. We're at 4.3. Oh, look at the leaves migrating there. But we're at 4.3. We should go to 4.5 so that it's 9. If you want to. I mean, I'm, I'm not like that, but if, if you want to, we can oh, do that. Oh, you're not like that? I'm not like that, no. I don't have to cross everything. But if you want to, I'll happily do it. I think, well, in all seriousness, for, for my for sake of my OCD... Yeah, let's do it. No, that bridge. See that bridge? Yeah, let's do it. I'm Make cool. it past that one. I'm cool with that. It'll be easier to remember next time, so I don't have to look at them. Quack. I've got the London Cross Country Championships tomorrow in uh, Parliament Hill. Have I run you too far? No, 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 no. I'm more in training for just running training sake. I'm not f particularly focusing on it. It's going to be really difficult anyway, and I'm going to get absolutely thrashed. Hands to the heat. Uh, on Parliament Hill there, yeah. Parliament Hill, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Right through the mud over the stuff. Real so you've muddy. Done that one before, right? Yeah, real muddy mess. I, I definitely get. If I was the kind of person who said things like that, I'd say I definitely got my ass handed to me last year. Yeah. I get it's really brutal, and I'm not used to that kind of brutal way of racing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just utter brutality. <laughs> Everyone I tried to beat beat me. <laughs> it was just <laughs> like it was just like you're just a soft well, road runner who likes a rhythm. I was These guys. To Howard and Natalie Haynes yesterday, and uh, going back to that concept which we had a couple of weeks ago about the uh, fighting thing. Right. People going to, uh, you know, basically doing where where we would run. They do things like taekwondo. Yes. And sometimes it'll be like two guys are good mates. And one of them is good at it, and the other one isn't. Yeah. And they get there, and just one of them just <laughs> beats the other one up at length. Yeah. And then they go for a drink. I don't think... I find that tricky. It's a little bit like me running with you. <laughs> no, we run together. That's yeah. a, and you yeah. never, to be fair, you would never kick me in the face. And also, you're not sharing something if only one of you's in pain. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? The taekwondo thing. Yeah. But it, whoop, whoop. You've hit on something. <laughs> Look at this. This is the end of our run. This is where yeah. we're running to. No, Port you're right. Station. You're right. I'm glad we made it. We can always um, just get on the train back. Yeah, just get on the train. Let's get a picture. Bourneville for Cadbury World. Oh. Do you like Bourneville, the chocolate? This Go is on, the... Um, um, Blooming uh, uh, <sighs> landmark that I wanted to run towards. A massive Cadbury sign on the, over there. I love that. Oh, is that the Cadbury's factory? Yeah. Of course it is, yeah. I've been there. I've actually had a trip to that. Tour. Yeah. A lot of chocolate. Yeah, right. Okay. Mostly chocolate-based, isn't it? Really? Would you is say so? Case? Yeah, yeah. Chocolate, you say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's Cadbury went to... Uh, there was trouble, wasn't there? Because uh, Kraft Dairy got bought out and those people got sacked. Have they... I think they've subtly changed the flavour yeah. of the dairy milk, haven't yeah, they, in right. the last few years? And it's not as nice as it used no, to be. It it's lost something. Why is that? Is that because of this changeover thing? No, I'm vegan now. I haven't tasted right. it. But yeah, they, they've changed their... They've homogenised their production processes. It's, real, it's not what it was. It really and, isn't. And, yeah, because British chocolate was always better, wasn't it? You it's not what America, it was. And they go on about it, and you ever buy a Hershey bar, and think, Ugh, yeah, yeah. It's cheap. Oh, it's but, right, um, really taking it out. And green and blacks used to be uh, vegan. It stopped being vegan. That's something to do with milk in the production right. process or something like that. I don't know. Do love it. Oh, it's not the same, Rob. It's interesting. There's an interesting history in Birmingham. It's a massive, you know, it wasn't here. And then just appeared this huge metropolis in the Victorian era. Right. Because it's right in the middle. It's where all the canals and Equidistant, yeah. And also... Quakers 
Okay, Quake has been chocolate factory. Did they really? They invested loads of money in university. Oh, okay. Which is why to this day, it's big like my halls of residence when I was here had no bar. Because of the Quaker. Quaker's supposed to drink. This is quite something maybe you should think about for your son. This is quite nice. The uh, the houses backing off to, on the canal, aren't yeah. they? They're nice. They've all got their individual take on on what it is like, to to back off on a canal. Yeah, some some of the sheds are a bit classier. Some of the fences have got massive holes, and some it's, it's a bit like the sort of deep south or something, isn't it? But, uh, but of course you've got the train tracks as well, so swings and roundabouts on that one. Yeah, but yeah. There's no one I with like guns sitting at the back with the bad no. And the nice. trains aren't that often, are they? No, no. I think it'd be it's quite a, a nice system. place to live. All connects up Solihull, Warwick and stuff. It's really yeah. good. Contiguous. Well, it's not contiguous. There's land in between, but good, right. good effort. It's close. There's you, there you've got a trampoline. Almost a civic trampoline there yeah, in the driveway. Know, are you welcome? Not really trampoline. connected to a property. And then you get to that basic thing, which is where it's just over there, but you can't get there. Cause no. Oh, that's very nice. Oh, look at that. But look at that chair there. Imagine, imagine what a laugh you'd have. If only you could sit on that chair. chair. And this weather as well. Just watching the world go by. Yeah, I mean the person who's losing the house has really missed an opportunity to say, "Get your knees up." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't stop. Get off and milk it. I always say, "Get off and milk it." We're not on anything. <laughs> on That's for cyclists. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's a listener challenge. The perfect um, Birmingham heckle for a runner. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen better, mate. Are you biodegradable? You have to that word. <laughs> yeah. So nice, but yeah, the most enjoyable gig this week was the local gig, without a shadow of a doubt. Any more Lovely detail stuff. on the synagogue gig? Because that was quite an exciting prospect. Yeah, they were. They were just, what they were is they really wanted to laugh. Yeah. They laughed when you talked about them. Yeah. So you could be quite sort of cheeky and light. I mean, my first thing was they're all Jewish people. Yeah. So I went out, the first line I said was, hello Jews, and they all laughed. Good, good. And then I said, I haven't done... Chelsea Penn in that house, Stamford Bridge, SW6. Nice, yeah. It's not busy, it's the canal. I said, I haven't done that many, a gig to this many Jewish people really predominantly, but I have been to John Lewis in Brent Cross. Right. They laughed. I said, it's nice to be, I am a Catholic, so... It's a little bit awkward with all the Christ-killing things. Orcs. Yeah, again they laughed. Did you say that? Yeah, I did say that. Good, straight in. They laughed. And then I said, but I mean, said that, we all killed Christ, so it's fine. And then they laughed at that, and I said, and he's risen anyway, so swings and roundabouts, and they laughed. And that was the funniest I was in the gig. Uh, yeah. When I got to talking about my life, it was fairly obviously I had very little relation to normal lived experience. Yeah, yeah. But, also, just, but they were perfectly nice. They were fine. They just, you know. The comedians I saw yesterday, they were... Um, Talking about how, in the first few, uh, hi. Hi. in the first few moments, uh, the first few moments of the gig is when people establish their relationship with you. Yes, yeah. And if you do something good, then they, they look on everything they like. else more benevolently. Then, yeah. But then, if you then change the rules, you end up battling against yourself. Yeah. So you did them some really specific. Yes, that's Here it. I am at this gig stuff. Yeah, yeah. Maybe too soon. Maybe too soon. They kind of held it against you. Yeah, maybe. When you went to what? Uh, because I did a. Uh, gig in Glasgow where they wanted a pop quiz yeah. so I got up before my set and did a little pop quiz yeah. it was alright it, you know, it was fine right. I was looking forward to doing my jokes because I know everyone enjoys those you know yeah. I started doing my jokes and they're like do more pop quiz yeah it's, uh, you've established the rules haven't you that's right there's a case for doing your best stuff halfway through the gig isn't it in those yeah, environments yeah. just holding it off but by the same time, you always want to start strong, so yes. it's a weird one. And then starting strong, particularly 
for the younger comedian, you can mistake that for a kind of bulldozeriness. Yes. Just yeah. coming out. Or oh, guns blazing. Going too fast. Or just yeah, yeah. going in with this great material when the yeah. others haven't met you. I don't know who you are. Yeah. I don't know whether they want to give you that You've got to you. take a little time to be seen, to see them and then be seeing yourself, to recognise themselves in you and you in them. Yeah. That's why you're talking about with, with some jokes. Yeah. <laughs> take your time to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh... So yeah, good fun. And they were absolutely loaded. So they quite liked it when I talked about how they'd never seen a northern bloke before and how rich they were. They liked all that. Good. Did you smoke a pipe? I should have had a pipe. It would have been great. Oh, they, they were. Omid Jalili was on last. I didn't see it, but he was always nice He's to see old Omid. Around. Old Omid. He was in uh, New York when I was there. Was he really? Yeah. I um, I went to see him. In Edinburgh. Very funny man. Very funny performer. Me and a friend went to the fringe office window to see what was on, which dates it. Right, yeah. Like all the shows that were on yeah. were printed on one quite big bit of paper. And there was this stand-up show on. And it was called Short Fat Kebab Chopona's Son. Well, that's a good title. Was it a Pleasance Beyond? No, it was on the other side of town. And again, oh, right, okay. our inexperience helped us because they're like, oh, it's Hill Street venue. Right. We, well, it's only 20 minutes. And then we went to Hill Street and it's like right on the other side of town in the <laughs> yeah. new town. We yeah. really didn't make it. And we got there and it was him and it was just great. He's a very, very, very good performer. He's influential on my starting a stand up. Right. So I didn't really get, I didn't really come to comedy as a comedy fan so much as a performance fan right but I had a working knowledge of stand up yeah but I'd seen that show and it was just uh, seminal for me yes brilliant performer yeah hold on mate. and probably quite um, uh, uh, what's the word auspicious serendipitous yes fortuitous fortuitous because um, he did he did play that card of you're sort of looking at me as this you know, this exotic cultural time, but actually, the funny thing is, I'm a bit of a kind of lovey actor. Type yes, yeah, because he's a real lovey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's, that's yeah. in many ways, I can now admit that is me. Yes, yeah. So yeah. that was useful. He did this thing where he was doing different kinds of bows, right? Which are really funny. Yeah. A kind of Shakespearean bow. Yes. They're different, basically, levels of humility. When leaving the when stage. Leaving the stage. Yeah. And then he said. Just keep that rapport going. We gave this. We loved him, by the way. Turns what we were just talking about. Yeah. So we gave him this massive ovation in the middle of the show. Yeah. He's just going, yeah. And he's bowing. And uh, a venue tech just popped open the door. Thought it was the end of the show. No, they just opened the door deliberately. Right. And then some people went past. And he shut the door again. He said, thanks for that, because that's the show upstairs leaving. So (laughs) I like to show them every day. That's so funny. That's so because that's because he combines the kind of the lovey thing with a real street hustling hucksterism as well, doesn't he? There's a real nice combo going on with him. Big fan of the Jalili. Yeah, excellently self-aware, and also great film career. Yeah, he's in the Mummy. He's really good in the Mummy. Yes, yeah. The Brendan Fraser Mummy, not the god awful Tom Cruise Mummy, and uh, Notting Hill. Yes, yeah, and, yeah. And many, many more. Gladiator. He's a very talented bloke. Yeah. Beat me at tennis as well, I always remember. Still didn't bother going to see him in New York. No. I'm sorry, Hamid. Well, you don't want to get... You don't want to... You're not going to see him pre-marathon, are you? No. Put me off. I haven't come back with the gloves yet. No, oh, that's a shame. So... 
I suppose you've got no idea where you've dropped them, have you? No, Big long walk right. along the canal. No, you had them. And then you'll think, then think, oh, well, someone will have picked them up. And also, it's a funny thing with the kids' little things, because it always happens, and it's so heartbreaking, but it just happens. You've got to, I don't know, I think they were small-handed girls' gloves. Or other yes, kids, I could sense that. Yeah. Part of me was hoping they were kids, because, you know, kids always lose their stuff. Yeah. You've got to get more stuff. Um, so, right, two years ago, yeah, I think two years ago, and I think just around now, I um, was doing a weekend here in Birmingham like you. Yes. And then on the Friday, yes. daytime, yes. I whizzed off, got on a train, went to Manchester, yeah. Salford, Media City. Oh, hey, oh, oh, let's go right. Did uh, Mastermind. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Good for you, mate. And I bought myself a uh, special T-shirt. It was a plain clothing, so P-L-A-N-E yeah. clothing T-shirt. Which I was a big fan of their work. Yeah. Kind of screen prints of London-y things and aeroplanes. And uh, I bought a red angle poise lamp T-shirt to wear on the top. <laughs> yeah. And then I got to Birmingham, and that red angle poise lamp was there. That's great. Fortuitous. Harmonious. And, uh, yeah, went up to... Manchester, smash mastermind, smash it. Came back, had to get it quick because they shifted me to be on first, so I could go and do uh, the owners' mates gig at the golf, uh, the tennis club. Right, right. <laughs> now that's a busy weekend, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. They great those weekends. Yeah, weekends when stuff happens. Yeah. So, and uh, smashed it at mastermind. But they made me think about something. <laughs> We're always moving forward, aren't we? Yes. You work towards something like your sub three marathon. Yes, yeah. And, and that bubble, Vassalus' bubble. Yeah. You get to that point, you think, I trained for this, I wanted this, I've got it, I achieved yeah. it, I'm in it. And then it's like a conveyor belt. You're like, oh no, still moving forward. Yeah. I could just stop here, stay here and do this. But you don't, that's not the choice that's available to us. Yes. Got to keep moving. Got to keep moving forward. Yeah. That's why I like the uh, the ultra because it's sort of physical new boundary, but it's not it's not about ring, being faster. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, mate. Because I don't know whether I can be bothered to to train that hard to run faster over that long. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, uh, you could still do your four and a half London. <laughs> Your 48 mile ultra. And then do, I'll, 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 2.55 in, in Yorkshire. Because I'll do, I'll, I'll do, I'm going to do an auto marathon, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And I will try and run it quickly. It's just going to be interesting to see whether I can summon up the motivation to run faster than three, knowing how much I put into doing it. You, you know. did it and it cost you. Yeah, that's right. And ultimately, you're still, that's not going to be easy just to repeat that. Like, oh, no. It's it. going to be really, really hard. Yeah, a, yeah. You know, a year and a half older. It's going to be, it'd be a major achievement to, to, to do the same thing. Yeah, but in terms of <laughs> marathon experience, that makes you think that Yorkshire's quite a good bid. Because I think we're both... I love running Yorkshire anyway. And it's, it's a bit faster than London. Do you think it, it is? Edge. Do you think it is? I think so, yeah. I don't know whether it is because it's a bit hillier, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. But I think they're very wearable hills. And I think that... Um, and they've got long downhill stretches as well. Yeah, and if you look at my experience now, I know my initial speed in Yorkshire was a bit of a... There's all kinds of factors to that. Yeah. That was kind of a moment in time. But the second time I did it, it was still really fast. Yeah. I, did, I, I literally thought Whoa. they'd got the timing wrong. Right. You know? Careful. Because it's... 
I think faster than any of my Londons. And the, the advantage of York is you're not surrounded by loads of people. Yep. They still think we're famous, so we can get near the front. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we get we get the fast first ten minutes or so because it's because it's a little bit downhill, which is dangerous but good because it yeah. doesn't take anything out of you at all. Yeah, and I think even the hills somehow they're long, they're steady, they're kind of timed at a point where sorry mate where you can uh, you can they help you, they galvanise you. And there's some long, there's some long descents. Yeah, that's there's some long, gentle descents. Yeah. And I really like that. Yeah. No, it ticks a lot of boxes, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. We get to stay at that place again. Oh um, God, let's sign up for it and get a hotel booked <laughs> straight away. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere in the town centre. No, we'll do that. Let's just do it. Let's just do York. Yeah. All right. Let's then. go for it. So Jurassic Coast in New York. Yeah. But that's the other thing about the Yorkshire Marathon is no dinosaurs. No, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> no, that'll be a laugh. And for me, Although it's I nice. I did find that Jorvik, you know, the old Viking experience. Yes, yeah. It's a lot like Jurassic Park. I've never actually been around with Jorvik. I've seen old Jorvik, and I should have. That fellow, that bloke, he used to know Victor. Jorvik. Jorvik, yeah. <laughs> but I like the... For me, there's a heavy return home thing to when I do Yorkshire as well. I just... I feel like I'm just running at like with loads of club mates or something. There's something really just good for me, you know. Yeah. I feel really solid there. Well, that's it. Yeah. We're set. Yeah. Well, that's I had to cancel it. So. Yes. We, the, 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 we owe each other. Yeah. There's we, un, unfinished business. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, you said that makes me feel good. We're running away from the sun there. It's nice. It's warm in the backs of my calves, but I can also see my rolly shoulders in my shadow. Don't hate your running style. Never mind landing on my balls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to stop rolling my shoulders. It just doesn't sound that comfortable landing on your balls. He's, have you seen that guy? I've never seen him before. He's running on his balls. <laughs> it's a new young Look tradition. at this guy. He's running backwards on his balls. <laughs> Give me a cup of coffee. Yeah, I'll I want some coffee to go on some the Queen's the balls Bridge. guy. Just hit the wall with his balls. <laughs> Sorry. It's pretty feisty, the cycling around here. Yeah. Well, quick. But again, it's a bit of a pain with the running, but it's nice because people are actually commuting up there. They're down yeah. here, they're cycling to work and back. Yeah. And to university. Oh, look, there's Muirhead Tower. That's the, in the basement of that was only the drama. And the funny thing is... Ooh, that, dramatic um, arts. It's one of those buildings... It was built in the 60s with a view to being decommissioned in the 80s. Right. Still there. Still there, And, yep. uh, you know, on windy days you couldn't walk past it because there was a risk of windows blowing out higher up. And right. And smashing. Victoria Wood. The drama, what a genius she was, eh? She was great. Something, it was one of those uh, Patricia Routledge monologues from around the internet the other day. She was such a good writer. So right to Spank me on the bottom with a woman's weekly. Let's do it, let's do it today. There we go, there's a university. You could pop up to George's university. Let's do it, let's, let's do, do it. it. What a clear, beautiful day. So, so in terms of legs and stuff post-New York, okay? Yeah, my, okay? Um, I can feel where I've run it in the same old... On my right thigh. Right. That's what, up, up on up, up yeah. here. 
yeah, above my knee to the right. right. And I think that's just some old scarring from uh, London a couple of years ago. Yeah. It felt like it was dead for a bit. Right. And it came back all tingly. But absolutely didn't bother me during the marathon. Yeah. It hasn't bothered me since. Just a little awareness there. Yeah. And then there's my feet. My uh, um, left foot that hurt in Ashington is more of a problem than my broken toe these days. Right. Although, <laughs> on the bus the other day, a woman did roundly tread on my bad toe. There you go, mate. I just stepped backwards with like a crunch. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it didn't Yikes, Yahtzee. As it happened, it was like, I'm really glad that didn't happen two months ago. Because <laughs> I would have gone out through the roof of the bus yeah. like something in a cartoon. But equally, as off the canvas I've just got a messed up toe so yeah. it's never going to be great Toe mess up mess up bro so I think from here feet still injured going fine I really found good pace when I went up for my run the other day I know what it feels like I'm on the first step towards yeah. knowing what speeds I'm running at cool. <laughs> and bring them back I think my feet are going to be fine good this left one's getting better I think the reason it only hurt the only reason it hurts more is that the injury is more recent. Yeah. But I've got to stop uh, eating and drinking so much because I'm going to put on weight. Yeah, it's so hard to help with the rally. No, it doesn't. It really doesn't, no. I'm, I'm holding just above 12 stone. Yeah. My best marathon weight is just under 12. Yeah. But it's hard to get to. It's interesting because they're very different shapes. They're very similar with that. I'm about... 12.4. Yeah. Which is a... That's a really good weight for me. Yeah. And particularly in the long run. Yeah. But, yeah, I could... Uh, the poundage is obvious. That's the nice thing when you kind of manage it like that. You know when it's there. Yeah. And, uh, and it's a lovely feeling when you get it right just before a marathon. You just feel... No, it's great. It's fit, great. Fit and light, you know. Yeah. You know when you're good to go. This lad Matthew's doing the going to do the, the Jurassic yeah. he's, he's, they're moving out near the South Downs so right. he's going to do lots of running in the South Downs which is perfect isn't it really yeah. so in terms of hills I'll be wanting to do some long slow hilly runs well, we're not, we've, got, we've got a few hills but it's not because the Jurassic one will be near where we went running with Martin Yelling yeah it will be yeah. Yeah. yeah beautiful uh, but I'd, I'd, I would one day maybe love to do this uh, Race to the stones. Yes, no, I would so as well. Not where it is, I would as well. But I, well, I let's face it. Do the, do the long one. Yeah, let's just see if you fancy it. If you, and just see how we feel. Yeah, yeah. We might do an ultra and think absolutely ridiculous. No way we're doing it again. We might think this is a new dawn and a new you, day. And how late do you have to decide? Because the other thing about Yorkshire is. Um, I might need it as a backup if I disappoint myself in London. I feel like I've got potential to do well. Oh, but we can, we can enter for York whenever we want, can we? Yeah, yeah. We can enter it now. I mean, I'm happy to commit to doing it. So. I did. Have you got any... How's your back and everything? Are you all It's all right. It's not... I've just got to be aware of it. Yeah. Just look after myself. I'm really feeling these hocker trainers, actually. Yeah. I really like them. They give me a lot of stability and comfort, and they feel really good. Excuse me. And I haven't been doing that much speed stuff as well, just lots of long, slow stuff. Yeah. And I just feel, I really enjoy it. The fast stuff's great. 
you can feel it as you get older. That's right. It's just tough, you and know. You can feel it when you've done it, but just yeah. it always takes you by surprise. It's a bit like that thing of going up a hill. I don't think we're really calibrated to get why it's happening. Yeah. You know, we've, when you go up a hill, you think, "Come on, tired, and I'm fit." Yeah. And then you say to yourself, "No, it's a gradient." Yeah. You always have to do that, you know. And I find that when I run, the difference between running fast and not running fast. So I go for a run. Yeah. Do the rest of the days activities yeah and another day i go out for a run do the rest of the day's activities god why am i so tired and it's because you ran you run really fast yeah it makes the difference of course yes yeah but it always takes you by surprise i want to get much more regular with the park runs basically get on top of that comedian saturday morning issue yes yeah and, uh, try and get to one every couple of weeks really. no they're good they're so valuable aren't they absolutely so, and and they they never they never rinse you out for the day, do they? Because it's always only five k. So. That's right. And I think I, I still think I'm in the very foothills of knowing how to run that distance. And I think it's a really useful, yeah, psychological thing. These park runs that have helped me find the finish, for example. Yeah. Which I then used in New York, you know. Yeah. Completely different scenario, but still. Those kind of different gears were there. That's such a great. That guy's pop. running through the gears with his balls. He's running backwards Look on his balls. balls. Look at those tempo balls. The speed of him. Yeah. The balls per minute rate is amazing. Look at him on the bridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Five boroughs. He's balling his Two way balls. to Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's right on his rocks. <laughs> <laughs> He's right there on the very forefront of his balls coming through. <laughs> Tiptoeing one <laughs> as we go past a, a member of the public. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure she's completely tuned into her bed. It's boring to cry He's boring to cry This is that moment when you do an out and back run. When you think, oh, we're nearly back now. You get to a bit that you remember seeming quite late on. Right. You passed it on the way out. You know so, what, what is the. Uh, what mileage are we at at the moment? Well, that's the magic, you see. I'm thinking. Don't need to look. I reckon what about? We'll be about seven point seven. I don't think there's too far to go. No, no, I think you're right. We're nearly there. We've got to go past this turning point, and then there's a long tunnel. Right. And then you can see the buildings that the man walks into there. It's quite nice to run nine miles and just feel uber comfy, isn't it? Yes. It's quite a privilege, isn't it, really? Absolutely. And this isn't humble brag showboating, because we haven't run that particularly fast. No. It's just nice. Yeah, you've got to remember that you've got that fitness. Yeah. It's like you're always set wherever you're at, and this is true in life, not just running. You set wherever you're at at naught. So it's nice to remind yourself that you've that got you actually, you got a bit in your locker. Yeah. It's like talking of weighing yourself, you know, when I feel like I've relaxed a bit and put on a couple of pounds and weigh myself, like, context is all. Yeah, of course, absolutely. Let's go left here, this is the, we went the other way, and just, you've got a couple of options here. The road less travelled. So yeah, we're at the top of the valley. We're lost! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember seeing, I bet you wouldn't get it now, I went to the Vale here, sorry, I'm just going to take a photo, the camera's all locked up. Went to, um, when I was at university, there was a, um, Firework display in the Vale for the students. Yeah. This is the best firework display I've ever seen. Brilliant. I mean, I think these days firework displays have got better. Yeah. You know, that kind of, I think it was the world seeing Sydney Harbour Bridge at the Millennium. Thought we got to <laughs> a park like, wow, game. We're going to yeah. have to do that. Yeah. So every firework display since for 20 minutes. 
But when I had this one at university, I'd never seen anything like that. It was brilliant. I doubt universities have got the budget for that kind of no. thing. No. God, it was good. You just go to the union and watch films for free or for no, barely any money, you know. Yeah. You didn't have mobile phones or the internet. No, amazing, amazing. It's great. But um, that hot weekend with the comedians here. Yeah. I came out and I got very, very drunk on cheap wine at this gig. Yeah, nice. And uh, it took me a long time to get out of my run on this hot, hot day. Didn't eat anything, you know. Yeah. One just of those brutal hangover days. Terrible hangover. Yeah. Just in the hotel room, just hating existence. Just, you know, it was a hangover of the soul. Yeah. And uh, eventually got out here about two o'clock in the afternoon, kind of 30 degree heat. And I did this run, maybe not as far as we went today, but yeah. three and a half miles down, turned back. I got to about here. I just had to stop running. <laughs> and I couldn't believe it. It was like the first time I'd ever pulled up. That's fair enough. Never mind any marathon. Yeah. Oh no, I'm sometimes, sometimes there's a. I'm not. You have to have the fuel. Sometimes there's a peace in accepting that, isn't it? I've very occasionally stopped, usually during hungover runs, when I've tried a long hungover run. Yeah. And you get to about 14, 15 miles and think, I'm not going to be able to run through this hangover because there's not enough in me to run through it. Yeah, that's There's right. nothing on the other side. It's like the opposite of what you were saying about what's. Uh, Celebrating what's available to us. Yeah. When you start running, a hungover run is a really good thing. Because, you know, it's kind of medicinal, really. Yes, yeah. It just only works for shorter runs. Yeah. <laughs> it used to be my thing to, like, be hungover and then try and long run through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a maniac. Yeah. You can't it's do that as you get older. Games, yeah, you can't do that as you get older. I, I, I was never running young enough for that. Yeah. The same way I used to kind of smoke through a hangover. And also, similarly, smoking through your long runs. That's, you just can't, you can't do it, can you? Sorry, there comes a point where that stops working. Yeah, yeah. You've got to throw down your fags and say, I can't, so, do, I can't just run there. So you're not going to smoke at the Jurassic <laughs> <laughs> But if that's something I'm going to have to confront with the Ultra, yeah. occasionally it's advisable to walk. Right. So, I mean, especially up the hills, people yeah. say you might as well walk the amount of energy you weigh, sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be interesting. Well, I'll never forget that. You remember in the Canuck Chase 10K? Yeah. Which we should do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. on the list. Yeah. But look it up, because that was excellent. I'd love to do that again. Yeah. We should do it together. But, um, uh, yeah, that woman who said, well done to me, because I carried on running up her steep bit. Right. And she said, oh, well done, because she started walking. And uh, I literally said, <laughs> and then as soon as we got to better path, not even the top of the hill, just not such a climb and a better track. She ever took you? She ever took me and yeah. then ever took her back. So yeah. it just goes to show that a walk can be, you know, yeah. well, it certainly did her. There's certainly no shame. The run-walk thing that a lot of people do on ultras. Yeah. But at a completely different level, the whole, yeah. the whole thing of it is keep running till the end. That's yeah. One of my fundamental rules. Even now, when I run out from my house and back to my house, the rule is all the way to your front door. You yeah. Don't stroll yeah. the last 100 metres. Um, yeah, uh, the, our uh, ranty uh, episode from the other day went out and 
someone got in touch and said they completely agree about the John Lewis advert. So that's oh, right. well, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Although I've yet to see it, but that's good. I say it was ripped off from Monsters Inc. Where the Wild Things Are and Sing. Yeah. Apparently, the monster was directly ripped off. I say apparently, allegedly. Yeah. Avowedly. Yeah. Um, Notionally. Screw running along the fence in town. Oh, wow. That's brilliant. You're wrong, Compound. Big fan. Great show. I agree with you about the John Lewis ads. <laughs> Nuts. <laughs> and the chocolate doesn't taste like it used to. <laughs> oh, way up. So... <laughs> She was fast, wasn't she? She'd just come off the set of Hunger Games. <laughs> she had a real stride on. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the, John the, the, apparently the monster is ripped off from a book by a children's book writer called Chris Riddle. Okay. Who wrote a story about a monster under the bed called Mr. Underbed. All right, where okay. the monster in it looks like the monster in the other. Right. So, you know, yeah. the lack of inspiration goes in deeper. Yeah. And just also, anything they can, they? presently, the advert was directed by Michelle Gondry. Who's a major director. Yeah, and that's a paycheck today. Yeah, of course it is, yeah. You're not getting much of that. I mean, so let's not. For Bjork's Bachelorette changed my life. Yeah. What else has he directed? What films has he of Sunshine for the Yeah, one of my favourite movies. Yeah. yeah. Let's uh, not be grudging a payday. <laughs> but it's a shame. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He must uh, Somewhere, even though he doesn't know, somewhere in his heart he knows we're saying this. Yes. Shuddering a little bit. Yeah. Oh, I had to pay for this thing. Yeah. I didn't know if that's his accent. I just think his name sounds like his accent would be like I this. I wanted to buy a log cabin in Colorado. Why not? I can't hear the not man. The ending to Eternal Sunshine is beautiful, isn't it? That's great. One of my, well, just a great example of a film that gives you what you what you want without knowing what you wanted That's right. before you got it. You know, it's just it's lovely. Yeah, it's got great stuff in it. Yeah, genuinely uh, underplaying Jim Carrey. Yeah, which you've never seen before. He's, I don't know whether he's been better since then. I think no. that was maybe the peak of the, his transition from goofball to kind of spiritualist. Yes, just the, the apex know, of it is that movie. He's done stuff since then, but he's a terrible one for playing. About a generation younger than he is. Yeah, 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 yeah. The one where he was going out with, uh, oh, what's her name? Oh, Zoe Deschanel. What, he's which film was that? He's too old. He's too yeah, old. He's yeah. too um, Yes, but Right, I haven't Danny, seen that yeah. one yet. Yeah. From the Danny Wallace. Danny Wallace play. It's not bad, you know, but... Right. It's not good. Um, and Kate Winslet's character. She's brilliant. She's an excellent yeah. actor, always has been. And she just plays a character who simultaneously feels really fresh on screen, but is like a real person. She's like yes, yeah. Yeah, the she's great. Thank you. Thank you. Has trouble creating, you know? It's really good. I would watch, it's one of my very favourite films, but I hardly watch it. It's too sad. Yeah, it, it is very sad. But it's kind of... It's very nice as well about that sort of acceptance of relationships, isn't yeah, it? That yeah, kind yeah. of thing of, you know, we're going to get bored of each other and you're not going to... But that's okay. It's okay. And the wider that's okay. That nothing we do is a waste of time. Yeah. You know, like, you why do they make such a fuss about 100 quid gig on Tuesday? It's, like, it's all to the good. It's time, isn't it? Yeah. I am uh, a little bit cross today. 
reading about Benedict Allen, the explorer. Oh, yeah, the old, uh, please come and look for me, but don't. Yeah. I mean, Papua New Guinea thing. Yes. And I hope feels a bit of fuss, doesn't it? I think he's I really been... hope he's okay. He is okay. I think he's been found okay. Yeah, but I hope he gets back okay. Yeah. I don't want to take... I don't want to risk his life with my cynicism. But I do find it quite tiresome because he's clearly perfectly entitled. Yeah. He's a, the photo of him is like, he, he might as well be a Victorian. He's completely loaded, yeah. He's yeah. loaded, he, he's bare grills. Yeah. His mates are Ben Fogel. He's off the BBC. He, 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 he's like a Victorian. Yes, yeah. And he's probably going get him. Like, oh, let's get him home. And I just uh, couldn't help thinking about that. What's the name of the lady? Nassan in what's the name? In, in, in Iran, in yeah. Iran. yeah. And I just thought, it just feels like inequality, you know, it's just, he just feels like a boy from the club. She's like a real person. If it, and they go, yeah, we've talked to the foreign office and we think we can send him a helicopter. So he, he went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I quite like, I quite like eccentric explorers. I can't, I can't help thinking that maybe it's, Linked with a book deal or something, it felt a bit publicity. Yeah, yeah. Because all, all he done was it, all he done is missed a flight from a bloke who always misses flights. That's right. And also, you know? <laughs> um, it's uh, I'm like the internet because ultimately the two situations aren't particularly comparable. But I can now think of them together. Yeah. I'm sure he'll be... I, I remember reading it thinking, I'm sure this guy's going to be fine. Yeah, that's right. And, and he was just late for a flight. Non-story. He's out without his mobile and his Mr. Flight. Yep. I think he was saved by a Christian missionary or spotted on this disused airfield and they're just waiting for another flight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so amazing, I'm not going to lose so much sleep over it. Amazing reading that. I love that Bill Bryce book, uh, One Summer, American 1927. Right. He basically... In telling the story of Lindbergh, he kind of hoovers up all the stories of these early adventuring flyers. Right. And people, a number of them disappearing into South America, never to be seen again, or yeah. to be seen again. But inconclusively, right. you know, this guy who met a British bloke with a long white beard sitting at the side of the road <laughs> in the middle of nowhere yeah. with mosquitoes all around his legs. <laughs> Talked to him for a couple of minutes and then didn't sort of tell anyone about it until a month never, later. Never knew who he was. When so. he was back in society. And, oh, yeah, we think we know who that is. <laughs> and you're the only person who's seen him in the last 20 years. <laughs> and this other guy who flew... He got a bit lost and he did what was much more normal then. He kind of dropped a note from the plane into a boat and he said, he said point, you know, point the boat in the direction of land and flap your flag for how many hundreds of miles it is. And he flew round and round until they did. Right. And then waggled a little thank you and flew off <laughs> in that direction. Never seen again. Yeah. Perhaps unsurprisingly. I must say, I've got, I've got I quite like these. Explorers, and the thing about this bloke who's chipped off, oh, chipped off to uh, Papua New Guinea, Benedict Allen. Benedict, he's not asking them to be worried about him, is he? No, that's true. He's kind of just chipped off, hasn't he? I mean, yeah, but you're absolutely right. But it's also that thing. The uh, another reading of it is the entitled man principle. And when I say that, I mean in the domestic sense, you know, just these guys are just saying, yeah, that's just me, I just do what I do. And you think about how the family around them facilitate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but no, but Nell MacArthur will go around the world on a yacht and we all love it. Yeah. It's, it's just these, they exist, don't they, these people? Yeah. But I know what you're saying, it's like, you know, the Ralph Fiennes thing. Yeah. 
he's off on another adventure with half a heart. Yes. It's like, it's like quite stressful, you know. I've just yeah, chopped yeah. a finger off. I'm hanging off Kathmandu. Yes, that's right. You didn't have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you didn't have to, mate. To. <laughs> yeah. So that's it. We're off the canal. We're going to get back to the uh, Lucky Map. Are we? Yeah. Just down the steps. And we're out. It has to be said. Sorry, yes. mate. Sorry. What a lovely run. Yeah, you like that. What nice. a glorious run. Real, real pleasure. Yeah. Recommended. Heartily recommended. Birmingham runners will know all about it anyway. Of course they will, yeah. And uh, shame I should come back tomorrow. We can do Cannon Hill Park Run next time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll be, normally I'll be staying, but I'm off to, as I say, doing Parliament Hill. And then coming back up here? Or just and then coming back up here for a, gig, for a couple of gigs. We're a bit like Benedict Dick Tunnel ourselves, aren't we? Oh, yeah, very similar. In London, Manchester. But we'll be there in Jurassic, won't we? Hanging off the, hanging off the cliff. Durdle Send Durdle. help. Oh, that was good. If anything, Cleethorpes is a bit more dangerous than Papua New Guinea. Yeah. You will maintain mobile contact. Well, I don't know if you can get more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if a Last, has got pigeon. <laughs> Last seen approaching a gig on a Sunday in Cleethorpes. Yeah. Contiguous to Grimsby. It's good, isn't it? It is very good, yeah. Come on, come and get a picture of me by the lamp. So this is, yeah, let me get a picture of you. Hi, both of us. All right. You're, you're in That's nice. Shall right, we run the last... Down to the door. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go fast. Here we go. It's downhill. Yes, 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 yes. This is the beginning of the Yorkshire Marathon. Yeah, this is how you feel. Yeah, this is my normal run. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be perfectly fine. (laughs) 2.38 by the end. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't taking it out of my thighs. My Ah, thighs. can't slow down. (laughs) Very nice. So you're not Very nice a chance one. to avail yourself of Birmingham's excellent Christmas offer. Which is... Oh, it's just a fine place for shopping. It's got yeah, they've got... A, well, they've opened the Christmas markets this weekend. Yeah, yeah. It's a Christmas... It's the biggest conglomeration of sheds anywhere in Europe. Should be great. We're shed heaven. Made up that fact, shed right? heaven. How far are we gone, mate? Oh, we haven't quite... 8.92. Well, should we go in 1.8? No, let's not. Well, I think we're all right. We're okay. Yeah, that was I mean, lovely. You know, we're running at nine and a half minute miles, which is... Do that nice and chatty. So good chats, good fun. Get in touch. Tell us about ultras. What we should do? Yeah, absolutely. So you've heard what we're, we're open for it. tips. Okay. Has anyone done it before? Yeah, we want to know. Is it ridiculous to do that for your first ultra? Yeah. Is it too uppy downy? I talked to these Rucksack. women in America. Actually, one of them was saying they did a very uh, uppy downy marathon for their first marathon. Right. And I was going, oh, so what other marathon is done? She's like, oh, none. And I, Ooh. yeah. But isn't that it's, in a way? It's good, isn't it? Because you've got no frame of reference. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, tell us what you've yeah, done. Tell, we tell want us, yeah. frames of reference. Yeah, we need information. And, uh, and uh, enjoy, you know, we're coming up to that 100th episode. It's going to be... It's no going to be massive. That be anticlimactic. It's going to be massive. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, we... we we're 100 miles in 100 hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the longest podcast ever. Run Compod on Twitter. We'll yeah. see you on Facebook. We'll see you. Get in touch. Get in touch. We'll always get in touch. And uh, um, speak to you soon. Brilliant. Brilliant. With Paul Tomkinson and Rob Deering. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.